You're listening to Outlaws and Gunslingers, the only podcast covering all of America's infamous criminals, from the Wild West to the Mafia, all the way up to the ruthless street gangs of today. Brought to you exclusively by the Creative Control Network. Here are your hosts, the Mouthy Michiganders, Bang and Dang. The Hatfield and McCoys. I everybody, guess this, everybody knows the Hatfield McCoys. This and, isn't uh, technically uh, here's old a fun Wild fact. West stuff. Here's a fun fact. There's a real Hatfield that lives within 20 miles from uh, Dang's house. A real Hatfield. It's awesome. I mean, it's not really a, not really a surprise. Real Hatfield, and he actually owns a fucking uh, uh, a horse ranch. Right in Hemlock, Hemlock, Michigan. Hatfield, Hatfield, fucking Acres. It's called. I don't think he's part of the fucking. That's because I used to work at the golf sort, golf course right next to him, Maple Hill. And he's part of the family, but great. We well, there. Everybody knows the feud of Hatfields and McCoys. Some fucked up shit happened between these motherfuckers for. Yeah, it was crazy. It's like a between Romeo. It's like a Romeo. Sixty three and eighteen ninety one. It's like a Romeo and Juliet story well, with 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 well, one of them. One small fraction. Right. But basically, yeah, it's fucked it's, up because that dude ended up marrying that other bitch's fucking cousin right, or right. sister. Or it, actually, it's kind of like a South versus North story. Because these guys were really on the border of, uh, I think it was Tennessee and Kentucky, wasn't it? Well, yeah. having its roots in the Civil War, the feud in between the Hatfields and McCoys took place in oh, the Virginia, Appalachian Mountains, Virginia, along Kentucky. the West Virginia Kentucky border area between oh, West Virginia, 1863 and 1891. The bitter feud. Oh, by the way, guys, but everybody knows about West Virginia, though. This is some fucking. You want to talk about? They're, they're, uh, the, they're the fucking inbreded hillbilly. Appalachian fucking backwoods motherfuckers. Inbred moonshining motherfuckers. Yeah. Everybody say Kentucky. No, it's actually West Virginia, well, guys. Kentucky too. Yeah, but it's actually West Virginia. These guys, some fucking. You, you talk about the hillboys, the fucking uh, when it, the term hillbilly. The Ozark Mountains, oh my, Appalachians don't even have nothing, but the Ozarks, down at the Ozarks. The Ozarks are in Missouri. Yeah, Missouri, are they? Yeah. yeah. Around there in, in Tennessee and all that, isn't it? Or is it just Missouri? Missouri. Okay, even Ozarks still. You want to talk about that? Ozarks are some... Mm. I mean, all of them have their fucking backwoods hillbillies, Alabama, fucking everywhere. Right. But yeah, West Virginia probably, well, the Appalachian motherfuckers, those guys are the true fucking... Yeah. Hillbilly Smoky Mountain guys. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, before I guess we go any further with this, I should note that uh didn't really have time to actually take sources from uh, a bunch of websites yeah. like I usually do for these stories. This so we're, is the story we're on reading fly. straight from uh, the legendsofamerica.com right. website. We're going to give we you the straight get some We're going to give you the straight facts and all that, but there should be actually things in between, but Well, this is straight from um legendsofamerica.com, so I'll give credit to them, but uh and if you've ever seen it, just watch it before. Uh, bangs a piece of shit. Because <laughs> that's not 100%. Because I don't. That's not 100% because I'm not, accurate. Because I'm not a Kevin Costner that's not, dick sucker. There's nothing to do with Kevin Costner. He says, it's not 100% accurate. But watch Hatfield McCoy. It's a history channel fucking series. It's a, I think it's a 10 episode. No, it might be like a three or four episode series. But they're like two hours long. It's like a fucking eight episodes. No, it's like they're two hours long a piece. There's like four or five episodes. So there's like fucking ten hours, ten hours of fucking Hatfield McCoy shit. Yeah, a lot of it's gonna be drama, like you know how TV shows are. But I'm telling you right now, you dig it, you dig it. Or you can just listen to our. uh, 
Oh, you're going to listen to this for sure. Or you just listen to this podcast about it and spare yourself some shitty Kevin Costner acting. Nah, um, but it's not yeah. just Kevin Costner, though. It's fucking uh, everybody. It is everybody. Anybody you can think of. Yeah, West Virginia-Kentucky border between 1863 and 1891. These fucking families feuded it out. It uh, attracted nationwide attention, ignited generations of bitter grudges. It did. Generate. And then it's still going on today, guys. Well, not really. It is. Well, it's not, though. Because actually, the, the remaining members actually like each other now. Yeah, and they, they do, do the little hat. Well, we'll go. well, I'm sure we'll get to they the end of that. Um, yeah, bitter grudges, resentment not only included police intervention, but also that of governors and the Supreme Court up on these motherfuckers, yep. dude. Because it got so bad that the Supreme Court had to fucking get in that shit. This shit was rough. This is what, this is the, uh, this is like a mini war. I was just about to say, this is what they would call a range war yeah, this in, is, uh, back in the day. Yeah, this so. is nuts, guys. Well, the Hatfields of West Virginia were led by William Anderson oh, Devil, Devil Ants. Ants. Hatfield. So William Anderson Hatfield, who was also known by Devil Ants, who lived on the West Virginia side of Tug Fort, a, uh, a tributary, a tributary of, uh, that's not it. Oh, it is. Uh, okay. So, let's fork, tuck fork. A tributary of the big Sandy River in present day Mingo County, formerly part of Logan County. That's West Virginia, guys. It's like right on the Tennessee border. The Hatfields were more affluent than the McCoys. They were. And were well connected politically. See, which the fucking. Also they were. The, uh. Right. Hatfields were. They were like the. They were like the high-end right. fucking people of this right. feud. But still some fucking hillbilly motherfuckers. Well, yeah. Uh, the Hatfields were more affluent than the McCoys and were well-connected politically. Devil Ants, Hatfields. What did it say? Uh, Devil Hatfields. <laughs> Devil Ants, man. That's what everybody knows about. It. Devil Ants, Hatfields' timbering operation was a source of wealth for his family. So he was a fucking uh, wood timbering guy, dude. So you already know. He had the money. He had fucking pole everywhere because fuck. And he employed dozens of men, including some of the McCoys. Of course he did. Well, the McCoys, on the other hand, of Kentucky. We're actually, we're looking at here at a picture of Tug 4 of the big Sandy River between Kentucky and West Virginia. This is right on the fucking river, Sandy River. And you got West Virginia on one side and Kentucky on the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, actually, it was Hatfield and McCoys on each side. Mm-hmm. So, There's actually a tour you can take nowadays right. where you can go through So these the guys are literally, landmarks. these guys are literally... 30 yards from each other. 30 yards. Well, the McCoys of, uh, on the Kentucky side were under the leadership of old Rannell. Old Rannell McCoy, who lived, and they lived in Pike County on the other side of the yep, river. Pike County. Uh, the McCoys were a lower to middle class family, but Randolph owned a 300 acre farm and some livestock. So, which tells you, so tells you that he gave to a community a lot of milk. But Shit obviously, like uh, Devil Ants had more money. Timber was a booming-ass well, business uh, yeah, then. That's way better than fucking what he was doing. Well, the McCoys of Kentucky were under the leadership. <clears throat> we did that. <laughs> Both families were involved in the manufacturing and selling of illegal moonshine. Of course moonshine. they were. Oh, yeah. It's Appalachian Mountains, motherfucker. Right. And both families had complex kinship and social networks, like mm-hmm. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like Twitch. They call that. Uh, Appalachian Connection. <laughs> right. Hey, y'all, check out that post by, by Jerry on Appalachian Connection. He put it on that big oak tree out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, family loyalty was often determined not only by blood, but by employment and proximity. So, 
I mean, if you're Basically, like, if you're employed by these motherfuckers, you live, you're, you're their neighbor. Well, and if you're like a great, on the other side of if the you're country. like a fucking loyal employee, dude, you're basically family. Both groups fought with the uh, Confederates during the Civil War. Except however, 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 there was one exception. Asa Harmon McCoy, Randolph's brother, fought for the Union in Pike County Home Guards. Because of this, mm-hmm. Asa. Aza, Aza, whatever you want to say, A-S-A. I think it's Aza. Aza was seen as a traitor by many people of the area, including the members of his very, his very, very well, own let's family. Let's just say it doesn't end well for old Aza. It doesn't. Well, during the war, both Devil Ants and Randolph McCoy were part of the Confederate home guards called the Logan Wildcats. In right. the fall of 1863, multiple Union guerrilla attacks were made by the Kentucky home guard on the West Virginia side of the tug. That were instigated by William H. Francis Jr., Bill France. He founded NASCAR. Right. As a result, the Logan Wildcats surrounded Francis's home. Yeah, in Pike County, Kentucky, and Devil Ants killed, killed him. They killed him. Asa McCoy was a friend and neighbor of William Francis. It's crazy. And this is where Asa gets. Well, we'll find out. Well, we'll find out what happens to this guy. Well, Asa McCoy was released early from the army in December of 1864. Because he had broken a leg and returned. He, he was like, I broke my leg. They're like, well, I think you're going to die, so you might as well just go home. He was like, from a broken I, leg? I think you should return home to Kentucky. Right, from a broken leg? I mean, you die from a fucking eye infection. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Aston McCoy broke his leg uh, in the Army in 1864 of December and returned home to Kentucky. Uh, he returned to a warning from Jim, Jim Vance. The uncle of Devil Ants Hatfield. They could expect a visit from Logan Wildcats. Who's the Logan Wildcats? Who's the Logan Wildcats? Well, we when, literally just discussed that in the last I my part that I, I didn't read. listen to anything you said in that part. But they're I'm sorry. a fucking basically a militia group. Okay, so he was gonna expect a visit from the Logan Wildcats, probably from like fucking trader, trade being a trader or treason or some shit. When he has a heard gunshots as he drew water from his well. He and then he, he was like, "Oh fuck!" He ran to a nearby cave and he hid, but the Wildcats followed him there and shot him dead on the seventh of January in 1865. That's fucked. That's fucked. Oh, Asa, Asa McCoy. It's crazy. And that's the beginning, right? Well, Devil Ants Hatfield was a it was a suspect at first, but later confirmed to have been sick at home at the time of the moita. They're like, no, man, pretty sure uh, the devil was at home sick. Are you sure? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They went to his house. They're like, yep. Right here. We're fucking putting hot cloths on him all day long. It was then widely believed that his uncle Jim Vance had committed the murder. I mean, it makes sense. He is the one that uh, threatened him. Right. Afterwards, relations between the two families declined. It came to a head again in 1878 right. when Randolph McCoy accused Floyd Damn, so Hatfield. How many years that? It took that many years to do it again? Well, 14 years. Well, 13 years. So, yeah, so everything was just going smooth. They were both running a little moonshine shit. And then right. fucking uh, Randolph McCoy goes over to uh, Cousin Floyd, Cousin Floyd Hatfield's house. Uh, he says, Floyd, you stole my pig. Floyd said, mm, no, I didn't, but it was tried for the theft anyway. And then, uh, but none other than the Justice of the Peace, Anderson Preacher Ant. See, they're Hatfield. missing something out here. There's no reason why he would just go over there and say he stole his pig. 
Something happened in between. This pig went missing. Yeah, a big piece of story. Why well, would just go over there and be like, hey, cuz, you stole my fucking pig. And these deputies here are taking you and we're going to charge you. We're missing a big part of the story. I'm missing a story. He went over there, accused them of stealing his pig. He but went he, and filed a lawsuit or cops, and then they fucking put him on trial for it. Why would he go over there and accuse them of it? Obviously. We don't know. Their farms 13 were, years. Their farms are right next to each other. Yeah, but it's been 13 years, and all of a sudden he accused them of stealing the pig. thought you knew the story. I do. Didn't Kevin Costner teach you? <laughs> well, that wasn't that wasn't even close to being a true story, and that was proven. Mm-hmm. Idiot. Anyways, so, the fucking Justice of the Peace Anderson Preacher Ants Hatfield was a cousin of Devil Ants. Right. Uh, he presided over the hearing, and it hinged on the testimony of one witness named Bill Statton, who testified in Floyd Hatfield's flavor, flavor, favor. When the charges against Floyd were dropped, the McCoys were fucking pissed. Right. They're like, I know he stole my pig. It's bullshit. I know they did. After 13 years, these guys still ain't fucking. They haven't changed at all. First to kill my cousin. All right. Well, my brother. Actually, my brother. Well, two years later, Bill Statton was violently killed in a dispute with Sam and Paris McCoy, nephews of Randolph, on the 18th of June in 1880. So the the nephews of old Randolph McCoy. So this is years later. These guys are. They're probably young, 15, 16, probably 18, 19, in those ages, before 20 years old, probably. I would assume. So they killed his, uh, Bill Statton violently. Well, violently. Ju- right. Right. Well, Sam stood trial for the murder, but was acquitted for self-defense. Well, we all know that the, uh, no, the Hatfields were the good ones, like the rich ones, the McCoys. But still, hmm. they probably had, they probably still had some people on the, it all right. depends on where the trial took place. Right. Uh, was it Virginia or West Virginia or Kentucky? Right. Well, just a few months later at a local election day gathering in 1880. There we go. Johns Hatfield, the 18-year-old son of Devil Ants, met Rosanna McCoy. This is the story you guys wanted to hear. Randolph's daughter. I mean, so you got the two big big boys that hate each other. Now their daughters are meeting. I mean, this is just like... They're kids. I mean, yeah, the kid and son. Exactly like fucking Romeo, Romeo and Juliet. And Juliet. Uh, Just like Romeo and Juliet. Well, the pair instantly hit it off and disappeared for hours with each other in the coming months. So every day there's like... If you guys have ever played uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, there's actually yeah. a fucking story uh, mission storyline of the oh. same exact fucking uh, situation. Uh, what's the names? I forget the names. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, same exact fucking type of shit. I forgot the fucking names of it. They're like Duntons or Douglases or some shit. Something. I forget what it is. But yeah, same storyline. She meet, He meets her in a fucking gazebo by the fucking lake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the pair instantly hit it off and disappeared for hours every day for the next coming months. Because her father admittedly disapproved, Rosanna fled to West Virginia to be with Johns. She's like, you know what, Daddy? I love him. Just because you and his daddy or uncle, wherever he is, don't get along, <laughs> don't mean we can't. We love each other. I'm leaving. He's, He's not like them. He's right. not like them. He was like, listen, Rosanna, you're not going anywhere. She's like, yeah, I am. So she fucking He's like, fled. Uh, He's like, Rosanna, Rosanna. Rosanna no. She said, no, I'm going to fucking uh, Kentucky, West Kentucky. Virginia. I already live in Kentucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I'm going east. Do ease, I'm going to cross the river. Well, she was soon followed by a McCoy posse who arrived at the Hatfield home and arrested Johns on outstanding Kentucky bootlegging warrants. So I don't mm-hmm. know how they can do that. <laughs> They're in West Virginia. 
Mm-hmm. And gonna arrest somebody, and these guys are deputies. No. So they can. Oh, they're doing a fucking a civil arrest. I guess. Wow. Well, Devil Hands then gathered his own crew to cut off the McCoys and rescue his son. That's exactly like, what happened. He was like, you know what? How in the hell are they gonna come and arrest my boy? They cut him off at a path. All right, just before they got to, before they uh, got to the river. Pointed that's their the guns fu- and said, "He's well, coming with us." Well, that's the shitty part. I was they had to crash that river every time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if there's bridges or anything. I'm sure there was. It's not like. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm how, back in the day, I don't think there were no bridges. How deep was the river? All right. Yeah. Well, afterward, the couple remained apart, but Rosanna was pregnant. Oh, no. Both families refused. He already did. He already fucking... He already did. Damage he is do. done. The damage is well, done. Well, get this. Talk about damage. Both families refused to allow them to marry. She gave birth to a daughter who was Sarah Elizabeth McCoy right. in the spring of 1881. But, but actually, Hatfield... But Johns had already moved on and married Nancy McCoy, oh, no. the daughter of Asa Harmon McCoy and Rosanna's cousin in May of 1881. Oh. See, now we're missing the story. How did that happen? And how did the family allow that? There's no story. There is. Well, Rosanna's father would not accept her or the baby and refused to speak to her mm-hmm. or the baby. Her mother then arranged for Rosanna to live with her Aunt Betty in nearby Stringville. Kentucky. She's like, I'm sorry, baby, but Pa don't want you around. He can't stand looking at you and that. Hmm. You gotta go. Tragic. She's like, well, Mama, where am I supposed to go? She's like, but I wipe my baby's ass. I wipe my baby's ass. Mama's like, I know. She's like, where do you want me to go? She's like, you're gonna go to Stringville, Kentucky with your (laughs) Aunt Betty. Aunt Betty. I'm sorry, baby. I'm sorry. Well, anyway, uh, Rosanna and the baby... And the McCoy Hatfield baby went to Stringville, Kentucky. But baby Sarah died at the age of eight months from measles. Mm. Well, afterward, Rosanna was said to have been heartbroken and never emotionally recovered, which, I mean, it's, it's very I mean, it's reasonable. And the it's, dude that you thought you were fucking in love with leaves you for your cousin and then right. your baby dies? Baby dies. Well, she died at the age of 29 years old. Mm. Of heartbroken, of a heart, broken heart. a broken heart. She's a decent looking little girl. She's got the jaw of a fucking dude, but. Right. <laughs> well, imagine what she can do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what that, girl, what that mouth do? Mm. Uh, this affair further soured the relationship between the two families, but it was far from over. On August 5th, 1882, at another election day event, these motherfuckers love their election day events, right. in Kentucky, three of uh, Randolph McCoy's sons, Tolbert, Farmer, and Bud, got into a violent dispute with two brothers of devil in the melee one of mccoy's brothers one of the mccoy brothers stabbed ellison hatfield multiple oh, times and no. then shot him in the back shot him in the back the mccoy's then fled but were soon apprehended by the authorities they were however however the hatfields intercepted the constables and took the mccoy brothers by force before they reached pikeville right damn these motherfuckers are like no nah, we mm-hmm. own this land around yeah, here you motherfuckers yeah. ain't doing shit no sorry. Well, the brothers were then taken to west virginia to await the fate uh, mortally wounded Ellison Hatfield. When Ellison died, the brothers were tried, were tied to pawpaw bushes where each was shot numerous times with a total of 50 shots fired. Yeah, they got fucking moited. Yeah, they got moited. They took them home and moited them. Oh, okay. The authorities fucking took the McCoys, but the Hatfields were like, no, we're coming for right. our own justice. They took them home and did things to them. Well, that led to authorities soon indicting 20 men including Devil Ants and his sons 
for the deaths of the McCoy brothers. All three Des- of them. All three of them. Yeah, despite the charges, though, the Hatfields eluded arrest, leaving the McCoys infuriated. That wouldn't be like, the first what do you time. mean they eluded? Not the first time. Uh, this old man. Old devil. Their cause was taken up by Perry Klein, an attorney who had married Martha McCoy, the widow of Randolph's brother. These motherfuckers are all crazy. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, she's the widow of Asa and Asa. In uh, addition to being part of the McCoy family, Klein had a personal vendetta against Devil Ants as of he had course. lost a lawsuit uh, over the deed for thousands of acres of land. Uh, using his politic- political connections, Klein announced rewards for the rest of the Hatfields, including Devil Ants. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It was just entwined with each other. It was just crazy. Well, in 1886, Jeff McCoy killed a mail carrier named Fred Wolford, and the acting constable that went after him was Captain Hatfield. Or Cap Hatfield, Cap. sorry. Cap Hatfield. Cap and a friend named Tom Wallace shot McCoy when they found him on the banks of the Tug River. Tom Wallace was found dead in the spring of 1887. Nice. Well, that means the McCoys were like, motherfucker. That's, we're that's, looking at a picture of the McCoy home. The McCoy home. That's a pretty shitty home. Was. Sorry, guys. Huh. That's all they could muster up? I mean, 1977. Oh, damn. Uh, I mean, I guess it makes sense. It's fucking right. almost 100 years. Right. Uh, on January 1st, 1888, the Hatfields planned to put an end to the feud once and for all when they surrounded an open fire on the Randolph-McCoy home. All Led right. by Cap Hatfield, Devil Ants' son, and Jim Vance, the house was set on fire to drive Randall. Uh, this is this sucks here because, uh, yeah, they drove tried to drive him in the open. Randall McCoy and some of his family members were able to escape out the back but his son, Kelvin, and his daughter, Alifair, were killed in the crossfire. Yeah. His wife, Sarah, was left badly beaten by the Hatfields and yeah. suffered a crushed skull. Yeah. The house was burned to the ground. Terrible. Well, mm. afterward, the remaining McCoys moved to Pikeville, Kentucky, to escape the West Virginia raiding parties. They're like, this is bullshit. We can't. They're, they're obviously fucking taking us out. Obviously. We can't fucking do anything. My wife. And right. look, look at the fucking Randolph, too, running like a little bitch while his fucking right. kids are getting killed and his wife's getting beat. This was, oh, a few days after what became known as the New Year's Massacre, Kentucky Governor Simon Buckner sent a, uh, Special Officer Frank Phillips and 38 other men to arrest the nearly 20 men and put out a special reward, which brought in more bounty hunters to go after the Hatfields. So they're like, this is bullshit. Can't let this shit happen. We can't. Anymore, that, that was just complete dismoida. Well, Frank Phillips and members of his posse soon tracked down Jim Vance and Cap Hatfield. Vance was killed when he refused to be arrested on January 10th, 1988. No, that was happening. Uh, not 1988, 1888. Uh, Phillips then, I don't think it was 1988, it was no. like 160. Yeah. <laughs> Phillips then made other successive raids on Hatfield homes and supporters and catch him and captured three more men. So they're just getting like nobody that's really doing nothing. Oh, getting... Jim Vance was a major guy. Well, afterward, the Hatfields, led by Devil Ants, prepared for one last major offensive against the McCoys. They're like, you know what, if we're going down, we're getting all these motherfuckers. When Frank, uh, when Frank Phillips heard about the Hatfields' preparations for war, he rounded up every able man he could and led a posse to intercept them. We're like, these guys about to do some shit. We got to stop it. It's been too much bloodshed. We have to intercept them. These fucking uh, McCoys have been getting beaten and fucking killed all over the fucking place. <laughs> well, on the fucking 19th of January, uh, Phillips, Phillips group met, met the Hatfields on the West Virginia side of the Tug River. Tug Fort River. As they were en route. Well, on January 19th, 
Phillips group met the Hatfields on the West Virginia side of the Tugfort River as they were on en route to the wherever they're going. You know where they're going. You know where they were going. And the two groups engaged gunfire. Known as the Battle of the Grapevine Creek, the Hatfields suffered multiple, multiple casualties and they retreated. Two Hatfield supporters were killed and a deputy, Bill Dempsey, was executed by Frank Phillips after they surrendered. Damn. Damn. They surrendered, they still fucking, uh, Executed right. his ass. And all who didn't escape, they were sitting there, got arrested. So, uh, they didn't work out for the Hatfields there. Oh, well. Devil Ants and the major ones are still fucking on the fucking run, so. Right. Years of legal wranglings unfolded as a series of courts judged the legal merits of the Hatfield case. The main issue was that the West Virginia men had allegedly been illegally extradited across state lines. Right, you can't do that. Eventually, the case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, which decided the Hatfields being held in custody in Kentucky could be tried. Oh, okay, so I like that. Well, the Hatfields prisoners were then put on trial in the year of 1889 with... For the various crimes they had committed during the feud. Mainly the murder of Randall McCoy's son for killing Ellison Hatfield. And the killing of one of his daughters during the New Year's Massacre. What about the other kid that got killed? Right. Well, in the end, eight of the Hatfields were found guilty and sentenced to life in prison. Nice. With the exception of Cotton Top Ellison Mounts. He was sentenced (laughs) to death for having killed Randall McCoy's daughter, Alifair. Good. Good for him. Oh, shit. There's the hanging. Oh, damn. There's the hanging. Hanging of Ellison Cottontop Mounts. To him? Yep. His hands behind his back. It looked like a ghost. Uh, Mounts was mentally challenged, and many people viewed him as a scapegoat, even though he had confessed his guilt. Right. Although public executions were against the law in Kentucky, thousands of spectators gathered to witness his hanging on February 18, 1890. Reports claim that his last words were, They made me do it. The Hatfields made me do it, damn it. They did. I, I totally guarantee you they did. I don't think they made them do it. But. No, they did. Well, between 1880 and 1888, more than a dozen people of the two families died, and at least 10 people were wounded. At one point, it got so bad that the governors of West Virginia and Kentucky even threatened to have their militias <laughs> invade each other's states. Fighting between the families eased following the hanging of mounts. Trials continued for years until the year of 1901, That was the trial of Johns Hatfield, the last of the feud trials. So Johns Hatfield was the very last of it in 1901. So it took 30 years altogether. What the fuck was Johns uh, on trial for? Right. What did he do? Must have been in the posse, by the way, I guess. Right? With the feud officially over, Randolph McCoy became a ferry operator and died in 1914 at the age of 88 from Burns. Suffered at an accidental fire. He oh, is no. buried in the Dill Cemetery in Pikeville, Kentucky. Mm. Devil Ants Hatfield, who had long proclaimed his skepticism about religion, was born again and baptized for the first time at age 73. I like it. He went on to found a Church of Christ congregation in West Virginia. He died on January 6, 1921 in Starat, West Virginia at the age of 81 wow. of pneumonia and was buried at the Hatfield Family Cemetery along West Virginia Route 44 in southern wow. Logan County. Wow. So these motherfuckers got their own cemetery and shit. Right. Well, he turned out to be a man of God, hopefully. Well, years afterward, the feud entered into American folklore, and its tales were told in books, magazines, movies, television programs. Kevin Costner. Um, uh, around the campfire, uh, during fucking, uh, 
any anything you can think of. There, the Hatfield McCoys. It was it was a story to be told. It continues to fascinate people today, and tourists travel to parts of West Virginia and Kentucky to see the areas and historic sites which remain from the days of the Hatfield and McCoy feud. In the year of 1999, a large project known as the Hatfield and McCoy Historic Site Restoration was completed, and today the Hatfield-McCoy feud driving tour is available. You can take a tour on this shit, guys. This is a self-guided tour that includes all of the sites of the feud, both in Kentucky and West Virginia. Visitors are provided a Hatfield and McCoy driving tour brochure. And they're like, you can have this for free. <laughs> it's for free. For free. And they're like, you know, we're going to send you out in the woods by yourselves. <laughs> we can at least give you a brochure. Good luck. All right, just follow the trails. Well. That future step-by-step instructions <laughs> for finding each feud site that is open to the public. An optional Hetfield and McCoy driving tour CD is also available, so you can have somebody in CD be like, "Look to your left, or look to your I right." Say that. Either. I mean, probably describes what right. happened. Just what we did here, basically. Uh, it's actually quite a fucking tour. It's actually a map of the feud. It's actually quite a tour, miles and miles. A lot. It's. I would say it's a two or three day event. Yeah, probably not. It's a lot of miles there. Right now. I think it's a whole day? I don't think it's a whole day. It's about driving. This is it right here. That's where everything took place. It's a good four, five, six hours then. I would make that into a two-day event. Hmm, Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can go all through the sites of Pike County and Logan County. Fucking over fucking 20 miles of fucking shit. About 20 miles of fucking shit to look at. That's at least two days. I would say so, but yeah, guys, I guess... uh, this didn't really go into all that much depth of fucking the shit that happened in between the fucking shit. Basically just uh, no. the, the the major information right. and the important information right. of this. All we know is that a lot of people died from the McCoy side. <laughs> yeah, McCoy's uh, got fucking raped. Yeah, McCoy's got raped. Uh, a couple of people died raped. from the Hatfield side. But uh, like, what, what was it? Six of them got sentenced to life in prison? Ten. Nine ten. or ten. So, I mean, I guess it worked out for both sides. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe later on down the line we'll come back and revisit this with. This needs to be revisited. Additional, additional, additional. Uh, information. Sh- background information on all the shit that happened. But hey, why not? You guys just got the gist of things, and I'm yes. sure everybody already knows about everybody fucking knows about Hatfields, Hatfields McCoy's McCoy's. in any fucking ways. Right. So, so we are bang and dang. Mother Michiganers! We are the Mother Michiganers with. Bang, dang! Thank you.